Today, I'm talking to Anthony Gant, the founder of the AtEase Corporation. It's a niche website that focuses on active duty military members and their families and other federal employees and providing them with traditional and alternative accommodation, which meets federal regulations. It's a really fascinating story about how one person saw a gap in a market, filled it, and is about to take off with a new company. This is the Vacation Rental Success Podcast, keeping you up to date with news, views, information, and resources on this rapidly changing short-term rental business. I'm your host, Heather Bayer, and with 25 years of experience in this industry, I'm making sure you know what's hot, what's not, what's new, and what will help make your business a success. Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Success Podcast. So we are winding down the summer. Can't believe that we've really got to this point where we're thinking about the end of summer. It doesn't seem any time at all that I was way back in June saying, oh my goodness, the season has started early. It just seems like such a long time to the end of it. But it is fast approaching, although we're pretty busy in September and October which is, you know, always a bonus. It's a real bonus. 2021 will have been our best year ever when our books close at the end of October for the year. And we are seeing a vast number of, or let's say a a vast increase in interest in 2022 already. People are finishing their vacations and immediately booking for next year. So those are the ones who actually captured a week this year. And then, of course, we're we're hearing from those who weren't able to get a week anywhere. So it looks like it will go on. And I know over the next over the next weeks and months, we'll be talking about what impact the lockdowns and shutdowns have done in various places on future travel plans, people making plans for the future. I know that I'm still hoping to go to Gulf Shores for the winter. However, our borders into the US uh, by road are still not open. And, And although there are some alternatives in getting a fifth wheel across the border, there are commercial companies who will take it and it's a loophole and it allows the travelers just to fly across at Niagara Falls, across to Buffalo by helicopter, and they pick up their RV on the other side that has been taken through by a commercial driver, which just just seems ridiculous. Anywho, (laughs) enough of that. Um, But just thinking about, you know, future travel plans, uh, once these borders open and people can start traveling, again, are they going to go mad and want to travel or have they really, really found what's in their own backyard and are going to be staying close at home in the future, at least for the next couple of years? We shall see. I, for one, will, you know, if if the border doesn't open, I'll go to plan B or plan C. There is always a plan B and a plan C. I'm not going to get upset about it. I I will perhaps be a little disappointed if I can't make it to the Vacation Rental Women's Summit in New Orleans, but there will be another occasion and that's that's it. I, I'm not going to VRMA. It's, it's early part of October. I, I can't see travel being easy uh, f- for that. So 
decide, already decided that I won't be there for the first time in 10 years or 12 years or something like that, which is, which is a little bit, uh, little bit disappointing, but there will be others. So today, today I am delighted to have with me somebody I've, I've been wanting to interview for quite some time. I think now is a good time because his new site at ease has just been officially launched. And my guest is Anthony Gant, who is the founder of the At Ease uh, Corporation and Booking Platform. And At Ease is, is a niche website that is primarily for active duty military members and their families and other federal employees who have also always found it difficult in the past to be able to choose their own accommodation for their family's needs because of federal regulations on being paid back for that uh, that accommodation. Now, Anthony is going to explain all about how he started this, how he got there, what motivated him. And I'm really interested in how he got through all the bureaucracy of getting short-term rentals allowed to happen for these employees. So without further ado, let's move on over to my interview with Anthony Gant. I am super delighted to welcome to the Vacation Rental Podcast, Anthony Gant, the founder of At the At Ease Corporation. I'm talking to Anthony as he's sitting in South Carolina waiting for the DARM conference to start. I am so jealous. I want to be there. Everybody's getting together for the first <laughs> time in two years. <laughs> and and I, yeah, I've got that fear of missing out yes. at the moment. So, uh, so are, are lots of people arriving there? Uh, yes, from what I can see from it, uh, the hotels and the short-term rentals have all been sold out. So I was lucky to get a space uh, right downtown. I'm not staying at the hotel where the conference is going because I wanted to stay with someone in the industry. So we got a vacation rental. Uh-huh. Um, so it is uh, a lot of people are here. Oh, yes. I will I'll live vicariously through all the Facebook posts. <laughs> <laughs> so... Tell us how this all began, Anthony. You know, tell us a bit about your history and what motivated you to start at ease. Okay, so uh, my history is I have been in the Marine Corps for the last 21, going on 22 years. And I went from being single to married to being a father of six kids. Um, So we've multiplied uh, over the years. And anyone that knows the military, regardless of what country it is, you know that the military relocates its folks a lot. So when a family is relocating every two or three years, in my case, uh, we are in between homes. And a lot of the times we either stayed with a friend or family or in a hotel. And once we got past the two kid threshold, hotels started to become uncomfortable because there was only one bed sometimes two depending on vacancy and then there was that one hotel bathroom that you get in your room and what kind of got me to where i am today was when we were leaving quantico virginia uh, from a 10-month school i was attending we had our six kids and they all had to go to the bathroom at the same time so we ended up having to use the bathroom in a room and then going downstairs and using the two in a lobby and I was like, this is out of control. Like when we go to Texas, we're going to rent a house with at least two and a half baths and we're just going to 
we'll we'll figure it out from there. So we uh, like anyone else when you're traveling for vacation, you go to the uh, OTAs and uh, look for a, a vacation rental, and you compete against all of them. And like I'm gonna go to this one and this one and see who has the best price in the house you're looking for. So we did the same thing. And the difference now was we were booking it for official government travel because a relocation is called a permanent change of station in the U.S. And under the permanent change of station, the Department of Defense will give you an allocated allowance for up to 10 days. Um, And sometimes they can extend it for our case. We only needed it for 10 days. So I found this five bedroom, three and a half bedroom, uh, three and a half bath home in Austin, Texas. And I was like, hey, this is going to be amazing because we're, we're five days away from closing our house. So we said, let's go ahead and book it for 10 days. So we have a, a window just in case the closing gets moved to the right and have, need those extra days. And that's what we did. Heather, it was only $99 a day. <laughs> the hotel, and that, that blew me away. That one, it was a five-bedroom yeah. home for $99 a day in a great neighborhood and a very well-kept home with a pool and everything in the backyard so the kids were able to go and have fun. And the hotels were $140 a day. Mm -hmm. So I was like, hmm, I'm saving the taxpayer money. I'm saving me money. I'm saving the government money. This is a great idea. And uh, I was wrong. (laughs) (laughs) I know where this is is going. So I take the receipt, um, and it's funny because I would have rated upwards to $290 a day because of the size of my family and the uh, extra allowances they give me. And I would have ended up getting two bedrooms. Like right now, I'm staying in a hotel in um, South Carolina until the uh, the home comes available at four. And we have two adjoining rooms, so I just paid twice for just less. Um, it's even cheaper. It's, it's more expensive than an actual house I'm renting later today. So I was like, I am saving the government $1,200. So I feel good about myself. At the end of the trip, I took that travel voucher to the young Marine. And I was like, here you go. I'd like to get reimbursed for my lodging. And that young Marine says, sir, unfortunately, you use the OTA. And we can't reimburse you. And I was like, I always stay in places and I get reimbursed. I didn't say like using OTA, but I came to learn that OTAs like Expedia, Booking, Hotels.com, Airbnb and VRBO uh, aren't allowed for government travel if you want to get reimbursed. Now the government say you can use it, but you mm-hmm. might, might get your money back. And I didn't know that at the time. So $1,200 savings was like the worst thing I ever did, but it helped me create this company called At Ease. That is, that is such a great story. And you know, um, first of all, thank you for your service. I know as an Air Force brat and then becoming an Air Force wife for 30 odd years, I know what this is like. (laughs) I remember, (laughs) I remember as a 17 year old coming back, my, my father had been, um, in, uh, Gander, Newfoundland for mm-hmm. three years. He was the detachment commander at the Air Force, uh, the, the base there, uh, which is actually at the airport. And after three years, um, we moved back to Bryce Norton in England because we had to stay there for 10 days while we waited for, right. for our military housing to come available. And, yep, straight into a hotel for 10 days. And now that was just three of us. 
So I have no idea how six, eight of you were coping. But yes, I remember, you know, at 17, I mean, bored was my mantra. And I I can remember that now. And I think that short-term rentals weren't really available. And we're talking quite a a long time ago, but (laughs) short-term rentals weren't really available at that time. But, you know, if, if we were to do the same thing today, to be able to go into a short-term rental for that 10 days, where there was the ability to travel in and out and, you know, have friends over and that sort of thing would have made such a difference. Um, I'm, I'm absolutely amazed that they don't allow reimbursement of, of these OTAs. So has it been allowed if you had booked directly with an owner? Uh, it depends on the owner uh, and their familiarity with the uh, government regulations. Mm-hmm. Um, so be, be, at the beginning when OTAs were very new, um, so I know they've been around since forever because I, I like to say short-term rentals. Jesus stayed in the short-term rental or his parents did. <laughs> um, <laughs> Uh, but in 2005, you have these guys uh, who purchased a company called VRBO and they have home away out of Austin and they kind of made it more accessible before it was, like you said, classifieds and uh, going to your magazines to find vacation homes. But when you have the first home away VRBO go live in public and start showing folks that this was something that was accessible to more than just those who are familiar with it, the government w- was behind the curve on allowing folks to use it. And then Airbnb came out 2008 and 2009, and the government was still behind. So now you have these two competing um, companies in the vacation rental, short-term mm-hmm. rental space. And around that time, a lot of negative media came out about what was happening at the short-term rentals. Um, and government officials was like, hey, we can't collect taxes. That's the most important part, right? They want their money. Um, this is my opinion only. So this is what I think that happened. And then two, a, a lot of concerns with safety around how do we keep our folks safe? When you look at a hotel, not every hotel is approved for federal travel, which is interesting. So there are only certain brands that the uh, government will work with. And then when you go to a short-term rental, you have a lot of individuals. So it's a lot more difficult for them to kind of create a standardization. Yeah. And since when folks join these uh, booking channels like Airbnb, VRBO, Expedia, and um, the different OTAs, they're able to upload their properties with very uh, minimal oversight as to mm-hmm. what is this. Yeah. That was way back then. Now I know they do a lot better, um, but still they're they're still not getting that extra certification or uh, uh, extra eyes on the property that the government is looking for. And that's what we do differently. So so you've no doubt had to no- navigate some federal bureaucracy <laughs> along the way to get yourself yes. into a position where the homes that are going to be featured on Atties are going to be accepted. How did you do that? How did you start that process? A lot of red tape I had to, to uh, burn through. I say I'm lucky that I speak the language, so I'm culturally competent <laughs> in terms of government red tape because I've written red tape myself in the past uh i remember writing government kind of like uh uh i'm writing a bid because i want someone to bid on this to help me as a government employee and i put a lot of crap in it that was like if you can get through this then we want you to be our uh, contractor so <laughs> since i was on that side of the table i knew how to do it from this side of the table and just worked through it, it took uh, from 2018 to 2019 a little bit of 2020 is when i actually finally got through the red tape 
and it was from calling, talking to folks, and going to Washington D.C. several times. Wow, that's that that's a little more involved than most people who start a short-term rental company, you know, in in any niche. Yes. Because you know, you might start a, you might want to do a listing site in you know for for pet-friendly properties. Uh, or even for, for for disabilities, and I know that there would be mm-hmm. some things to go through with that, but not the sort of federal red tape that uh, yes. that you've yes. had. So the motivation to to make this successful is, is clearly there. So as I said, you know, starting yeah, it is, it's there. yeah, starting a short term rental company is is challenging. You know, you've you've got to find you've got to find your inventory. And then mm-hmm. you've got to find your guests. And I, I know this, you know, from, from running a property management company myself, you know, it's a chicken and egg thing. You know, you've got to have the Absolutely. houses to sell to the people and, and, and the people, you know, need, need those houses and they need a good selection of those houses before they decide they're going to come to you in the first place. So how, did you, how are you selling the concept to hosts and, of course, property managers? Because... Um, I'm, I'm assuming property managers are, you know, a part of your strategy to bring inventory on board. They are. Um, property managers, uh, uh, hosts, individual owners are uh, the priority for the strategy right now. And one of the things we are doing is going to conferences like the uh, DARM, the uh, Data and Revenue Management Conference here in South Carolina, uh, active member and vacation rental management association and looking at joining other associations that uh, are around the short-term vacation rental industry to talk to more property managers and hosts, um, getting on podcasts like this and just talking to as many people as I can. We have that new app uh, where people can talk on it. I can't remember the name of it. Uh, Telegram? The new app that everybody's on and you just talk. Oh, is it? And you can just- talk to <laughs> no, not Telegram. It is, uh, I can't. Yeah, I know. People are, I, it was yeah. on Apple and it just went to Android. I, I'll, I'll think of the name in a second. Okay. Clubhouse is another process which I use to talk to folks. I'll go to the stage and talk to managers and uh, things like that. Excellent. Excellent. So how many, how many hosts do you have now? How many properties do you have on board at the moment? We have over uh, 1,500 we are working with channel managers like Reynolds United to uh, import the inventory for the property managers and uh, hosts that we're working with. And we're looking at onboarding more here really soon. Uh, we have about 30 property management companies who have agreed to uh, list their properties with us. So as we are finishing and finalizing our integrations with the different channel managers, uh, more properties will start to come available. Like you said, the chicken and the egg, which is crazy because the egg is like, I want to stay here. I want to stay here. I'm like, I don't have any properties yet. Let me focus on getting the inventory. <laughs> uh, so uh, for those who are interested in learning how to become a host, they can go to the website and uh, click on the info, like email me and we'll get a date set so I can give them a quick, hey, this is what we're looking for. This is how we do it. Who's your property management software system? And if they're working with a channel manager, because we're working with Reynolds United right now, we're already integrated with them. Uh, Booking Pal is going to get integrated in a few weeks. And then Next Pack is also getting integrated. So we'll have the three channel managers um, that can help us bring in more short term rentals inventory. Excellent. So we, you mentioned certification. What does a property actually need to be certified in order to meet the federal guidelines? 
So, great question. The guidelines are uh, those that kind of come from the hotel industry where they have to be in a safe location or a safe property. They have to have things like hardwired smoke detectors in each space that's considered the bedroom. They have to have multiple points of egress in case of an emergency. A lot of times people will say, I have a basement as a short-term rental, but uh, when you look at the basement, there's only one way in and one way out, which will kind of prevent it from being a property approved for federal or government travel. So it's a lot of things that take place in regards to safety and making sure an individual is not going to, I guess, have a fatal injury or Mm -hmm. a fatal incident inside that property. That's one of the biggest ones. And... um, I, I talk to my buddy over at Breezeway a lot mm-hmm. about safety. <laughs> I just I just made a note here. You know, mentioned Justin Ford at Breezeway. <laughs> yeah, Justin and I met back in 2019 at a conference in Austin, and uh, when he started talking, I was like, Justin, this is exactly what I've been looking for. Why isn't the industry already doing this? Uh, he was like, I'm trying, I'm trying. So I've shared some things with him, and he's shared some things with me to where. I actually did the certification that uh, he's put together with Breezeway um, and was a short-term... Short-term rental, rental safety inspector, inspector. Mm-hmm. of which I am one too. <laughs> awesome, awesome. So much of what that entails is what uh, we need with at ease. Uh, we've added one or two or three, like, I think three extra things for it. Um, I think just in a sense added them. So it's like uh, if you kind of have that already in place, you're 99% ready to become a host for government travel. Um, and what we do on our end is uh, we'll verify it, validate it um, either virtually using a mobile app or in person. And then we'll register the property with the appropriate agencies. And I say agencies because it depends on where the property is. If it's located near a military base, sometimes the base may want to get involved with the inspection and do it themselves for like that extra certification. I know that's uh, the case in some of the bases in Texas and Florida. And then there are some bases that are saying, hey, if you verify that and you're saying it's good to go, then we trust you because mm-hmm. you have to register it with the government and then we'll register it with different federal agencies as well. Well, that that's excellent. So that's, that, that's a great partnership with Justin and um, Breezeway's safety um, in, inspection because anybody can – you know, any host can go to Breezeway and sign up for that uh, that that safety certificate, and that clearly is going to be a good start for them um, if they Absolutely. want to uh, if they want to register with you. Um, Absolutely. Ex- now, I wouldn't call it a partnership because it's not official, but it yeah. is a great friendship. Yeah, that sounds good. I'll change that to friendship then. <laughs> connection. It's just a great connection. Great connection. Absolutely. Yeah. So. What are the benefits of hosts listing with that with with at ease? Um, you know, I know with other with other niche sites, then you know, there's benefit in, in in my neck of the woods. You know, we we do a lot of pet friendly rentals, so it's hugely beneficial for us as a property management company and for independent hosts if they want to be pet friendly to register with a niche site that is going to promote to the pet owning fraternity, if you like. So mm-hmm. what benefits are hosts getting listing with you? So the biggest thing that hosts get is they get the ability to say thank you to our service members. I think that's uh, pretty awesome. Um, knowing, Not knowing that this is an issue for many military members and their families that are relocating every year 
or traveling for extended periods. Another benefit they get is the type of traveler that they're going to have when they're hosting a service member or a federal employee. Many times they're coming in during the work days, so they're not there for vacation. They're there for work or relocations or, or like I said, moving. So they're less likely to have that undesired party that most people always fear when they have uh, folks coming over or to trash the place because it's uh, either an individual or a family that is just looking for somewhere to call home until they're in their permanent home. And then the other benefit is like, you know, they're going to pay is because it's the government money that they're using. Um, so there's not really a concern. I guess most folks, are, I don't have a concern about people paying or not, but um, it's just a lot more reassurance where you don't have people trying to hackle you uh, like, hey, uh, can you give me a discount if I do this or do this, I'll do that. Like whatever price that they see in book, they're going to go with it because they know they're getting reimbursed. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Another benefit that they have is they're able to address or open up uh, revenue streams to a sector of the travel industry that is not being serviced right now. Mm-hmm. And the hotels have it primarily coming to them are a very few amount of hotels by being a property manager or a host in this area that has a high footprint of government travel, whether it's civilian or military, now you make yourself accessible to that same traffic and you get to enjoy the benefits of getting revenue that you didn't know you were missing out on. So I think that's the biggest one is like if you're looking to make more revenue, whether you're a manager or individual host or property owner, this is how you do it. You put it on as many sites and and channels as possible in addition to having a direct bookings page so that you can kind of capture more bookings to make more revenue. So, so do hosts and managers have to, to look around and see, you know, what, I mean, certainly some, where, where some of the larger bases are, then, then I guess they know exactly where they're located and, and how that's going to work. But how, how close does a, does a property have to be? It depends. Not the, the federal travel is not just bases. Um, I know I'm a military guy, I've been in the Marine Corps. Uh, that most people always say is military, but if you look at, we're looking at opening this to all government travel, both at the state and the local level, and they travel often as well for extended periods. So um, I would encourage folks to look at their local area and uh, Google economic impact that the federal government brings or economic impact that the military brings um, to their location to see that it's usually a lot of money being pushed into the local economies by the federal government, state government, and local municipalities that get ignored. And um, if they don't want to do the research, we've done a lot of it for them. And they can get with us and we can say, hey, yes, this makes sense for you for government travel. Or we can say, no, it doesn't make sense for government travel, but it does make sense for leisure travel. And when, uh, a lot of military folks who are coming to our site are starting to use it not only for government travel, but also for leisure travel, which is a uh, allowed us to make another pathway so we bifurcated the process where we have listings that are for vacationally travel only and then list oh, i'm sorry listings that are for federal travel only and then every listing that's uh, available on our site for leisure travel well that that is a great sort of segue out isn't it you know you bring them yeah. in through the, the the requirement to find something while they're relocating and once they've found you then there's all these other properties they can go look for to uh, to vacation in absolutely yeah i love that 
You mentioned marketing channels. So you're using Booking Pal, Rentals United, Next Packs if, uh, in, in, the, in the future. So are your properties going out to the OTAs? No, we've actually built our site as an OTA. Okay. So, because what we, so I think that's the great question that you asked, Heather. What we do on the back end for the traveler is really where our, I guess, secret sauce comes in to make sure that they get reimbursed. So we have a couple processes and techniques, and that's why it took me about two years to, to uh, actually get up and going. A lot of folks were like, you've been working on this forever. <laughs> it was because I wanted to ensure whatever the individual needed at the end of the day when they traveled with us for government travel, they would be able to ensure that they get reimbursed. So we created a, a hassle-free reimbursement process that allows them to get the necessary items to turn over to the reimbursement personnel and get reimbursed. That's the biggest thing that makes us different. That's why we don't push to the OTAs that exist today, because if that happened and they were to get whatever receipt they get from the OTA, they still would not get reimbursed because mm-hmm. they don't have the necessary items on there. Okay. That, that was, that was excellent. Now, that answered a couple of questions for me, actually. So it's, it's not just a case of a, of a host of manager just going to your site, you know, and, and just uploading a property and taking bookings. Correct. It's it's uh we're doing on both sides. So we we vet the traveler one to make sure that they're military, active, reservist, national guard, uh, veteran, retiree. A partnership we have with a company out of Virginia, which says, okay, we're making sure we're talking to this uh, segment of people: federal employees, first responders, anyone that's a civil servant that gets paid by the government. Yeah. So we're able to vet them. And then on the other side, with the inspection and verification process, we're vetting the manager and the properties to create this ecosystem of trusted individuals. I think that's our biggest value add to the space is like, hey, we're we're validating and verifying everyone in the process to work together as good players in the space. Well, you're certainly filling that gap that you found. It'd be really interesting to see how how this moves on. And I hope I get to talk to you again, Matt, perhaps in six, six, nine months or a year and we'll see how you've you got on but i saw that you'd you'd won what's called the austin fc dream starter competition yes i did that was amazing so <laughs> what was it what what's it meant for you uh it's meant a lot so there's a startup here in austin q2 financials uh, they're a fintech company um like financial services and then uh, austin fc is a new football club that just moved to the area and they said hey we want to do a pitch competition for underrepresented founders and ceos and we're going to give away a hundred thousand dollars to the winner and i was like okay i <laughs> put my name in the bucket i completed the application i think it was like a 72 hour application because they was like hey we just said we want to do this and we're going to do it right now so put the application in a couple hundred people put it in they narrowed it down to five companies and i was fortunate to win of the five be the winner of the five which is it just blew me away because there were some amazing companies and uh it's been awesome it's allowed us to start looking at how we're going to start marketing to the guests more as well as uh, put a little bit to the side for the, the uh, property manager and the host that we wanted. I'm at the conference because of that win. <laughs> well, congratulations. I mean, I, I, I found that and I thought, wow, that, that's not an insignificant amount of money to win. 
No, it's not. It's it's been very beneficial. It's allowed me to also register for the Vacation Rental Management uh, Association International Conference in San Antonio. So it's it's been very beneficial in the last couple of months to uh, allow us to get in front of more folks. Well. You know, they say when the universe is working for you, it really is working for you. <laughs> <laughs> it really does. It really is. So what are your goals for At Ease, Anthony? Where are you going to be in five years? Five years, we hope to have uh, a one-stop shop that makes it easier for folks to move. And what that means is having the right partnerships and uh, people that we've uh, worked with to help kind of alleviate the moving process. Short-term rentals is uh, a lot of times focused on travel, but I think sometimes we miss out on uh, opportunities where folks are moving and need places to stay temporarily, whether that's uh, from a block to another block or across the country, across the globe. Uh, It's not just the military that relocates, as I've been talking to a lot of students because I just dropped my daughter off to college. There were a lot of parents looking for places to stay, and I was like, oh, I wish I knew about you. (laughs) Um. So you mentioned internationally. Mm-hmm. So you, currently, are you just in the U.S.? Are you planning international? What's Absolutely. what's that about? Absolutely. So North America. Uh, well, you, let me go back. U.S. because you know Canada is North America. So the U.S. right now, getting everything worked out, the process is fine. Uh, situated, adding more folks to the team. Um, and then once we have a good idea of how we do this in the U.S., we're going to start expanding out into other markets, Canada, uh, South America, the Caribbean, Europe, Asia. When I say Asia, I'm talking about like Japan, mm-hmm. um, uh, South Korea, uh, Singapore, Thailand, the different places where I know that there's a government footprint. And then we'll look at different countries and different regions uh, as we continue to move forward in the next two to four years. Uh, where we want to go uh, globally. That is so exciting, and I will be sure following along. And I hope to get you get get to meet you. I mean, I I, I said at, at the beginning, at the in, in the introduction, that uh, I'd been hoping to go to VRMA this year, but it's it's looking increasingly unlikely. I, I still hope to, and if I do, I will look forward to meeting you there. But uh, but before I let you go, Anthony, how do people get in touch with you? and um, set this process in motion. Yes. To get in touch with me, all you have to do is uh, send the email to info at pcsatease.com, and that's I-N-F-O at P-C-S-A-T-E-A-S-E.com, Um Or they can call my mobile number, which is 512-434-0109. Uh, it's more likely for them to get at me if they text instead of a call. So I'll call them back, though. But those are the ways they can get a hold of me. I will put those, uh, I'll put that information on the show notes. So if you're listening in the car and you just can't, (laughs) you can't grab a pen to take that information, just go to the show notes at vacationrentalformula.com and go to the uh, section on podcast and you'll find this podcast and the show notes. So um, Anthony, it's been a just just such a real pleasure talking to you. I've learned so much I did 26 moves 
in in the last um, 40 years. And there were so many occasions when this type of, of accommodation being more readily available would have been so wonderful. <laughs> I know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to interview you next uh, to talk about those different 26 moves and experiences <laughs> to see how we can get better because uh, I, I I love to hear when people have moved more than me. I, I've only moved 17 times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a little older than you, though. So, yes, you know, we, we can chat anytime. And I will look forward to just, just following um, how, how this, uh, how At Ease progresses, because I think it's going to be super successful for you. So thank you so much for joining me. It's just been such a pleasure. Pleasure's been mine. Thank you for having me. What a great interview that was. Thank you so much, Anthony, for sharing that. It's such a great story. I'm all into origin stories, you know, how property management companies and owners and suppliers and whatever, how you've started. And that was a great one with uh, with Anthony seeing that gap in the market and then deciding he was going to fill it. And it looks like this is going to be super successful. I really encourage you to get in touch with him and and talk to him about uh, listing your property or properties with at ease. You know, particularly if you're in an area where you have got some of the large uh, bases, but also, as he said, you know, there's, uh, I, I, I love that tip about Googling the economic impact government brings to your area or the economic impact military brings to your area. Do the research. But then as Anthony said, he will also, they, they've done that research for you too. So I really encourage you to uh, to get in touch with him. So yes, on, on the topic of niches, I want to explore some of the other niches that are out there. Robert Geller, of course, has been on the show from Fabstays. And that is another, that is a great niche. And then, of course, um, we've talked briefly with some owners and property managers who are in the niche of providing accessible accommodation. I think I'm going to look into that a little bit further as well, because that's something that many properties can do is, is, is create accessible accommodation. There is a property management company that has a section in its website that is for families that have autistic children that have special rooms. And I can't remember now, I can't remember what they're called, sort of sensory sensory rooms in their properties and, and other features that make it appealing to families with autistic children. So if any of you know any other niches, or if you list with uh, a niche site that's really working for you, I'd really like to hear about it because I, I want to um, share that. This is all, of course, about direct booking. You know, even though Anthony says, you know, that they, they are going to be a platform, an OTA themselves, it's not the same as Airbnb and HomeAway and the Beermoth platforms. And I'll be talking to. Damien Sheridan and Deborah Labi about the Book Direct Conference uh, that is coming up very, very quickly. So you will hear about that very shortly too, because as we go on into the fall, winter, I will be concentrating a little bit more on Book Direct and getting more independence from the OTAs. 
as I have been doing for quite a long time. So that's it for another week. It's been, as ever, just so delightful to be in your ear, I guess. And and I hope you'll let me know if you enjoyed this episode and what you would like to hear in future episodes. It's always a pleasure to hear from you. And you can email me at heather at vacationrentalformula.com. Don't forget to leave me a review, five stars if you would, on iTunes or wherever you review your podcasts. It always is um, super helpful to have those reviews because it brings more people to listen to the show. So please enjoy the rest of your day and I'll be with you again very soon. It's been a pleasure as ever being with you. If there's anything you'd like to comment on, then join the conversation on the show notes for the episode at vacationrentalformula.com. We'd love to hear from you. And I look forward to being with you again next week.